Do the song again. How sweet <laughs> it is to be recording with you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> that Hello. was uh, requested from a uh, one Tommy McNamara, the biggest fan of the show. <laughs> Can you be a host was... fan at the same time? <laughs> That's what we are testing. <laughs> uh, we have a wonderful guest this week, but first, let me introduce. My co-host, I'm joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, buddy? I'm good, and uh, it is the three-year anniversary of this podcast today. That's right. That's why we got such a big guest today. <laughs> so we, we decided... that, Amy. <laughs> we decided... <laughs> we're celebrating three years with um, someone who's never been on the show and almost certainly has never heard one second of it to kind of go over the history of <laughs> the show. <laughs> I haven't heard Tom talk about it before. That's true. Here's what here's what Amy doesn't realize is she's heard the show because I just quote uh, I've spent hours at work just doing the show and she doesn't realize it. I say the things you say, but I say it in your voice. And I'm like, yeah, Tom's so funny, but little did I know it's Tommy who's funny. Yeah, I've quoting. I've just been quoting things you've been saying, Tommy. I hope that's cool. That's very cool. Uh, Amy Silverberg is with us, comedian extraordinaire, and also co-worker of mine at the movie show, which you will hopefully someday see. Movie yes. show. Uh, oh, I forgot how the tune went. There it is. Uh, this is uh, quite an honor for you. Um, oh, not. I'm such a fan of both of you guys. <laughs> And I'm a fan in general of uh, the concept of music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. I don't That's listen good. to, you know, I haven't listened to new music in years. That's perfect. Perfect for the show. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have listened to anything other than what you're going to be talking about today. And frankly, you don't, you barely can have listened to that. That's fine. Well, I'm a big fan of who we're going to be talking about. I mean, we don't even have to be play coy with it. We're talking about Jewel today. People see it in the title of the episode. Well, maybe, maybe we should do a new format where we don't reveal till the end who we're talking. Yeah, about. you know what? From now on, we're not putting the name of the artist in the title. We're gonna give little clues throughout the episode, and then at the very end, we'll say we've been talking about Jewel. Now go back and listen to it with that knowledge. That way, we'll get double the plays. Double. Oh, my God. I can't believe it took us three years to come up with this plan (laughs) that people are certainly going to stick to to listening to and definitely listen to twice. Uh, Tommy, I noticed that you haven't commented on my new setup over here. What the fuck is that about? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Tom's got a fancy new microphone. He looks like he's in Dream Girls. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was. I wish this was a dream. Unfortunately, it's real, Tommy. Oh, God. All because you voted for the orange man in the White House. <laughs> I hope uh, you're happy with yourself. <laughs> let's talk about Jewel. Uh, <laughs> I didn't vote for Trump. Well, Amy. I'm going to be editing that part out. <laughs> this is what happens when you let me edit. Is this going to get an edit, or uh, are we just going flying off the seat of our pants? <laughs> I think we're flying. We Maybe, let flying. me um, let me ask you a question. I'm related. ready to get canceled. Yes. 
Who will save your soul specifically? Jewel. Okay, good. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Jewel made a lot of promises uh, about saving souls. She made promises about uh, saving souls. She talked about her hands being small, but they're Mm -hmm. her own. Mm -hmm. Right. I um... I think of her as like a Joni Mitchell. um, What's the word? Not a Joni Mitchell ancestor. Successor? (laughs) Successor? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of um, folk music. Mm-hmm. Who, else do you, who else do you like? Oh, well, I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan, but I didn't think that was embarrassing. You know, I right. didn't think I had to defend her. But I also like Michelle Branch. Mm. I like anything where like the girl's a little whiny. Michelle Branch has been everywhere lately. <laughs> I mean, she's everywhere to me. Yeah, yes, to me. <laughs> a whiny woman, unfortunately, speaks to something inside of me. You know who I really liked uh, is that lady, Colby Calais. Oh, that oh yeah. her? Yes. That's one that I probably would have been embarrassed to admit. I don't think I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> she had that song that was like, it's touching your toes. Yeah. You your nose. I heard is about an orgasm. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I heard. I mean, wow. I don't know. I didn't hear it from her. The male <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, it's interesting. Is, yeah. That you bring up Joni Mitchell because Jewel was mentored not by Joni Mitchell but by legends of folk music, including Neil Young and Bob Dylan, who both helped her. Them too. Yeah, Neil Young. She went on tour with for a while. Bob Dylan would help her with her lyrics, uh, and I'm sure there was never anything creepy going on there. Do you say Neil Young or Bob? Do you say the creepy thing about Neil Young or Bob Dylan? That's the whole thing, you know. You picture the. uh, No, I think he was a good, Neil Young's a good man. Don't put that on his shit. Here's the problem. (laughs) If he helped, if he brought along only, uh, you know, old men, then you'd be like, ah, what a fucking asshole. He's trying to help out Jewel and you're accusing this man. No, you're probably right. He's probably a fucking. Tom Chakar mentored me when I was 15. (laughs) (laughs) When you were living in your car, like, Hey, I saw, I saw the magic (laughs) in you, kid. <laughs> I saw I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> he mentored me when I was two and he was <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um Tommy, I uh I do apologize to the things I did to you when I brought you on the road with me. <laughs> uh every anyway. night you'd say, uh, let's go over your lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> You'd pull out your notebook and I'd be like, you're not going to need that, kiddo. (laughs) Uh, This is a joke I would make about something you would do normally, but I decided it's three years. Let's let's take a break from the norm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Normally you make Tommy the predator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Tommy did that to himself with his actions, but (laughs) (laughs) that's not important today. Uh, I wanted really quickly. I wanted to say about Neil Young. It's such a bummer that in Big Little Lies, the fucking creep uh plays that song um harvest moon harvest moon one of my favorite songs and he ruined it by being a fucking creep but big little lies has such a good soundtrack because of all that like true one of the best theme songs in any show yeah yeah so good and that little um what's the other band they play so much in that show uh um i think it's uh sublime I was like, wait, no, no, what's um the one where it's like, uh, landslide? 
Oh, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Fleetwood Mac, yes, yes. Love Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Can you edit out the space where I didn't know? <laughs> no, Can I'm going to make it longer, out? actually. <laughs> edit in more space. And here's the thing. Fans of this show actually love just dead air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we kind of prefer it. Oh, we have quite a we have quite a uh, pantry of listeners. If it, <laughs> the number of listeners we had could could fit in one pantry. Fit in where Anne Frank is hiding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a, a bevy of listeners, and uh, and and also, you know, speaking of listeners, we have a nice little Patreon going to where we put some new content up. So if you don't mind uh, submitting your measly sum, yes, your measly. <laughs> Um, and we haven't said this on the live show yet. If if you are thinking about donating to the Patreon, make sure you update your will that it yes. will keep going in the event that you pass away. That has happened to us with so many of our listeners they now. Time. <laughs> Every time. They die. So many of them. We have so many listeners who are about 99, 101 years old. And what happens is they die, and the first thing that hits the chopping block when their when their families are going through their say they look at they go, hey, what? Why are we donating to this fucking Patreon? Put it in your will that they can't take it off. Mm-hmm. We've been getting in these estate battles with families. <laughs> it's how we spend most of our frankly, time. frankly almost all of our Patreon money has gone <laughs> to the legal fees. The yeah. legal fees to fight these battles. So update your wills now, Amy. When'd you first listen to Jewel? <laughs> Um, okay, the the album that I like, I just started calling things albums and not CDs, and I'm <laughs> proud of that, is uh, 1995. That's nice. like, that was all the hits for me. So yeah. Pieces of You is, I think, the album that came out in 1995 that you're thinking of? Could I, I be wrong? Yeah, I think you're, I thought actually that it was just called Jewel, but maybe it is Pieces of You. Yeah, Listen, I'm a Jewel fan. I'm not a Jewel expert. That's you don't have to be an expert on this podcast. <laughs> that is for sure. So pieces yeah, of you came out in 1995. Hell yeah. Where was I in 1995? You know, I was um like it. I was young. I was getting can the can the listeners see me just counting on my fingers? So maybe I didn't hear it in 1995 exactly, but mm-hmm. I haven't been pretty young. So I just read a, a short horror story on Reddit. Listen to this. So a mother and father, they ask their daughter how old she is, and she holds up four fingers. But the mother and da- father don't know where she got those fingers. Ah! Uh, and... Uh, the doctor was the mom. <laughs> that's the scariest part of the story. Is that the riddle that's always like women can be doctors? Mm-hmm. That's the same. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So, pieces of you came out in 1995. It had "Who Will Save Your Soul," "You Were Meant yeah. for Me," you "Foolish were Games." Me. You were oh my god! You, I've said it on this show before, but "You Were Meant for Me" is my go-to karaoke song, mm-hmm. and I sing it so. I, pa- thought, you, I thought Tom was going to say my go-to sex song. No. 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 Deborah, no. No. That is your go-to sex voice. That's my sex voice. Um, That is a really good Ray Romano. No. I put up on an Instagram story um, Tom doing Ray Romano, and then some random guy goes, I listened to this 75 times in a row. That's weird, man. And And the fucker didn't even follow me. That's fucked up. (laughs) 
this is what I uh I'm so sick of people tweeting shit at you like this is everything and then they don't even follow or yeah, they like, like seven things in a row and not follow. Come on, give me the follow, baby. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the you were meant for me. Yes, mm-hmm. such a good a song. song. So, that's my karaoke song, and I sing it so passionately. The last time I did it, uh, someone who I know was with a friend and uh, the friend asked them, like texted them the next day and asked if I was okay emotionally. <laughs> uh, and they sent me the text. It was very funny, but I love, <laughs> yeah, nice it's such a good song. What's up? Do you have a nice voice? No, but I think I sing you were meant for me very well because I love that song so much. If I, if, if it, I think I can hit the notes on that song. It's I'm not a great, I'm not, I'm not a great singer though. Tommy is trying can- no, before I'm going to cut you off here, I can vouch that Tom does a great You Were Meant For Me at karaoke, and I don't want to get into this argument. All right, I will take that, but I will say that Tommy has said otherwise about my singing voice before, and it really hurt my feelings. But nonetheless... I, I do feel like the thing about Jewel songs, when you're even just in your car listening to them, you're always like, yeah, she's been through something and survived. You hear yes, it. Yes, the living in her car thing I really loved. and yeah, she does have that wild backstory. In Alaska in her car yes wow and she says i was reading about it that she was part of the reason she was living in her car is because a boss had made advances on her and she declined and got fired so she was going through it and uh it's a cool and the boss's name it says tommy m (laughs) it's not giving me a last name but it's all adding up i knew Um, that uh i was gonna say that the boss was tom takar Thank you. Well, wow. This is why I said it faster <laughs> to avoid that very problem. Um, I remember when. Backstory. What's that? Yes, her backstory is crazy. She was a yodeler. She was yodeling in Alaska, like most successful singers get their start. Um, she yodeled in Alaska, then went to Michigan to go to some prestigious art school, then went to San Diego, which I think is interesting. That's where she got discovered. Yes. And she got discovered there. It's, you know, most people go to where you guys are. You don't so, think of San Diego as a music scene where like right? the industry is hanging out at. Who's she discovered by? Tony Gwynn? <laughs> that a San Diego Padre. That Padre? That's a Padre, yeah. <laughs> That's a San Diego Padre as far as I'm concerned. Um, three years. Three years. <laughs> I think I went to a Bubba Gump Co. in San Diego. Did, did you discover anyone there? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, career and a coffee house and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, do you guys know what her last name is? I don't know how I never knew this before. No, her real name is Jewel, which I did not know until this very moment. Last name Kilcher. That's a great mm. name. I guess I get why uh, they didn't keep it, though, for her music. I know that she was married to a rodeo guy for a while. Yes. But no longer. Very true. Um, she dated Sean Penn briefly in the 90s oh, and then married a rodeo man. And <laughs> I found a really funny article about, so they got divorced. Um, and I found a really funny article about him getting remarried that I will read to you now. So this is from TMZ. Mm. Jules rodeo champ ex-hubby Ty Murray is getting back on the horse when it comes to marriage (laughs) 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 so they have this uh, they have this wedding him and this lady from Fox Sports and uh, 
the the sources say that Ty handed out homemade apple butter and personalized tobacco bottles as party favors at the wedding. Uh, so I guess spit bottles, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and Jewel did not attend, uh, but she had referred to her splitting with him as a tender undoing of ourselves. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. <laughs> I, I found conscious uncoupling. It's yeah, it's I don't know if it's better or worse than conscious uncoupling. Yeah. I just found uh, something kooky about her making her television debut on Conan. And that's how she met Sean Penn because she did. So it says she made her television debut on Late Night with Conan O'Brien in 95. Actor Sean Penn was watching at home and called the studio to inquire about the singer. The two began dating shortly after. That's crazy. Also, I made my television debut on Conan. And Sean Penn won't leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that said, I, I've been, my phone won't shut the fuck up. And he does the I am Sam voice, which I think is really offensive. <laughs> he goes, hey, I can be funny too, Tom. And it's like, that is not my humor at all, buddy. Hey, let me do a funny riff. Uh <laughs> You think you think when Penn saw Jewel, he said, "Hey, this is Penn. Tell her I said hello." I hope he did. Penn and I Teller. Hope, I really <laughs> hope he did. I think he does call himself Penn too. <laughs> hey, it's Penn. <laughs> what a bold move to just see somebody on a show and go and call the producers of that show. <laughs> Got to really respect that. I wonder if we, if anyone can do that, or if it's just famous people that get to inquire about people when they make their TV TV debut, and get to meet them based on that. Well, you, I remember you uh, wouldn't get off the phone when Lord made her uh, television debut. <laughs> uh, she was young, dad, right? <laughs> my dad will call me and be like, "Who is this woman, Shakira?" I just saw her on the TV show, and I've looked up all her music. Wow. So he's inquiring, but he's only inquiring to his daughter. That's not so bad. You should introduce him to Shakira. I Maybe wish. That would be nice. Shakira almost got me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference I keep making that no one remembers, but Giannis Antetokounmpo mm, that was uh, it. tweeted after the halftime show that the halftime show almost got him in trouble, and I think it's one of the funniest things in the world. Who tweeted that? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he's uh, maybe the best basketball player in the NBA right now. Or, uh, it's up for debate, but uh, Milwaukee Buck making mm. them a championship caliber team. Very frustrating to play against on 2K. Not important. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So pieces of you. Yes. Almost- oh, and they, everybody makes a big deal about how she wouldn't fix her teeth, remember? Yes. yes. I... Uh, my stepdad, I remember the the first time I heard about Jewel, I had heard the song uh, uh, You Were Meant For Me. Loved it. And then my stepdad's dumbass buddy uh, had the tape. He had the cassette tape of it. And he was like, Jewel's hot, right? And then he talked about how she had fucked up teeth. But his teeth, he was missing teeth. And it pissed me off so much that he was judging this lady based on her crooked teeth. I was like, I think she's hot. I don't know. Isn't that always how it is? The yeah. person don't throw stones in glass houses. Don't mm-hmm. have missing teeth and then talk about someone else's fucked up teeth. True. 
True. Yeah. I, it, I, I was really, never, she never um, changed her teeth. Right. I like that about her. I do too. She was on the roast of uh, Rob Lowe, which we have a clip of. Um, and she was great on that roast, by the way. He's very funny on Howard Stern, which you guys know I'm a Howard Stern fan. Baba Booey hit him with the hind. And every time she comes on, she really kills. Nice. Yeah. She's she's really funny and she has a good sense of humor about things. But yeah, she didn't change her teeth, which really I have kind of fucked up teeth, too. And I really appreciate <laughs> celebrities do that. Paul thinks of her as a um, a real patron patron saint of fucked up it's teeth. true. Her and Will Ferrell. I was like, because Will Ferrell kind of had fucked up teeth. I don't know if he still does, but I really appreciated that. I don't call his teeth. I'll say that mine have moved slightly because I uh, forget to wear a mouth guard and I stare at them for whole hours during the day. So I'm in a different camp than you, but I respect you. Wait, do you think the staring is moving them? I know. I'm just so... (laughs) A watch pot never boils and a a watch tooth never stops moving. (laughs) That's how the saying goes. So Ang Lee, I was reading one of the facts about Jules. Ang Lee cast her in a movie called Ride with the Devil which is about hanging in the car with me. And uh, <laughs> when he cast her, he said, you have period teeth because it was a Civil War movie. Oh, damn. Oh, man, that's good. That sounds yeah. like roast. Yeah, yeah that's right? Sweet roast. We got to get director Ang Lee on these roast battles. Yeah, you <laughs> At first I thought you, I was like, bloody? <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too deep into the show, we do have a voicemail from Jared. Um, so I should play that probably. Is Jared. So Jared is the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. He just made his TV debut on ABC promoting um, the tip your weight staff thing that uh, that uh, Mike Birbiglia and Roy Wood Jr. are doing, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Where I'm pumped, he, um, I'm pumped he got on TV before me. I was really hoping <laughs> that happened. That was kind of my goal. <laughs> well, uh, it's good because uh, it's for a good cause. And so, <laughs> no, it, sincerely, uh, we 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 did the live show at the Comedy Attic. I, I don't think we aired that. It might be on the Patreon. I can't remember if I put it up yet. Uh, if not, I'll put it on the Patreon at some point. But uh, Jared was the the guest judge for that. We also did our first live uh, battle of the bands at Limestone Comedy Festival, which Jared was a part of. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, the Comedy Attic is doing a thing where they're raising money for their weight staff. But Berbiglia put this together, I believe, with Roy Wood Jr. And they did it for the Comedy Cellar, the Comedy Attic, like a bunch of the comedy clubs around the country. So that's what Jared was on for. But if you guys have extra cash lying around, give some of that money to those places. The Comedy Addict's doing it really cool because you can buy gift cards right now and the money is being ma- is given straight to the wait staff. So it's not even like you're just donating. You're going to get gift cards from it so you can give it to your pig family piece of shit your little oinky family. Uh, they just can't get enough of those greedy fucks. Um, so yeah, buy gift cards for them. Uh, but here is Jared. We do a weekly segment called they went to Jared with our resident snob, Jared Thompson. And here are his thoughts on jewel. Just a second here. What's up y'all? This week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending jewel. 
this is interesting because I mean, I'm sure people hate Jewel. I don't mean that people, everyone loves Jewel or something, but it's just, it's, it's so pleasant sounding that it's hard to believe that this is like a historically hated artist. I mean, I get that. I know that there are people that have made fun of her and I know that she certainly would be more likely to make a worst of than a best of list. But it's just one of those things where it's like some people are like really offended by like uh, elevator music or um, just stuff that's like super innocuous. And this is kind of like that where um, I just don't think there's anybody out there who like loves Jewel. So that's sort of my problem thinking about this is that I just don't believe that anyone loves it. Like I get that like some of the songs are okay. Um, you know, there's that, I don't even know if it's her first album. Cause I know there's like a backstory where she was like homeless or whatever. So the, the album that we all know is her first album it may not even be her first album, but you know, those songs were just, you know, you can just ignore them. It's not a big deal. Um, certainly I don't, know of anybody personally who has a big opinion about jewel one way or the other so um but i get it she's definitely not thought of as this like great artist but anyway um yeah well hopefully your guest this week is nicer than your guest last week he was not a nice person (laughs) i think Last week we had uh, Tommy's roommate slash our friend, now enemy, unfortunately. uh, (laughs) uh, We had Zach Swan on to defend the song Kokomo. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a feeling Jared would not take kindly to the way that (laughs) Zach was talking about it, but (laughs) Zach's a gunslinger and uh, he's going to do as he sees right. But uh, now, you know, he fucked up. I respect him maybe if i were to know him no just kidding he sounds like he sounds like a nice person hey <laughs> i love jewel mm-hmm. yes. I, i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go off and say she's the queen of contemporary folk love it i love this statement this is Both. great <laughs> thank you um peace I, to I, you the help when i make a bold statement and then giggle after <laughs> so pieces of you she followed up with spirit which has one maybe my favorite jewel song hands is on spirit. hands is one of my favorites too they're, they're to mine this? they're not yours right it's and true. my hands are small look at these and small and that that is both tommy and i have small hands yeah true not me i have medium-sized <laughs> hands <laughs> You know what they say about a man with small hands? His dick looks bigger. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, Yeah, it's true. uh, You're going to send a good dick pic if you got tiny little hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whereas Tom claims to have huge hands and his dick must just look like a... Oh boy, it looks like it disappears. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like I'm doing a magic trick. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like he's hiding a little smoky. Anyway. Yeah, are you going to play a clip of him? Yeah, let's play. uh, Tommy, would you mind playing? Do you have your phone handy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's let's do a quick run through. I'll play the good Jewel songs, and then we can, after that, we'll talk about the bad Jewel song. Mm. They don't exist. Tuition. Tuition. 
But first, let's since we've been talking about the good ones, we'll play the good ones. We'll start with Hans. And we are playing directly from uh, our phone speakers into if I could tell the world just into the mic. that song is still oh, a banger. So good. It's so banger. good. And it's so true. They're my own hands. They're not yours. <laughs> it's also true that everyone's going to be okay and not to worry, especially now. That's, that's a good like time. a testament to um, the singer when what they're singing about is like just an obvious um, body part, but they, it makes, you know, it sounds poetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just like, my hand is my hand. And she is a poet. She has released two books of poetry. Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was, I don't think uh, we'll play the clip, but there's this really weird interview um, with <laughs> Kurt Loder where, uh, on MTV where Kurt Loder is talking about her book of poetry and he's being like a huge dick. You can look this up. And he, um, he talks about how she, she used the word casualty when she meant to use the word casually in her book of poetry. And Jewel calls him a real smart ass for bringing it up on air. <laughs> Hell yeah. You feel about a typo? That's so rude. I know. It was Get brutal. him, Jewel. Like one of my students. <laughs> <laughs> and you teach Satanism over at the, uh, <laughs> at the devil school, right? Yeah, at, uh, at the, the, Slyth- the Slytherin house. <laughs> she All teaches right. defense against the dark arts. <laughs> She teaches offense for the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is uh, just, we'll play two more clips of the good ones. Here's you. I, I did find something real fast uh, oh, yeah. about this song. So it says at a February 2008 concert in Vegas, Jewel explained that when she was 18, oh no, we're about to lose. Uh, we might be losing the feed here in a second. All right. It says um, that when she was 18, she was living in a van and did some shoplifting. She was going to take a dress when she looked at her hands and realized that that she controlled them. Said Jewel, I realized I was cheating myself. No matter how you work with your hands, your own dignity is up to you. Beautiful. Damn. So that's what it's about. It's not about someone trying to steal her hands, apparently. <laughs> it's kind of a subtweet at the guy from the movie Idle Hands who did not <laughs> his hands. That was his defining characteristic. And it does say that if I, I was about to say that because it's in the interview. It says that uh, it is, this was also a shot at the guy from Idle Hands. <laughs> All right. Here's you were meant for me. It's a, what if it was a clip of Tom singing it at karaoke? I wish it was. Everything but you. I break the to make a smiley face. I kind of like it. 
My brand new face wipe The spots above the mirror Don't leave my keys in the door I never put wet towels On the floor anymore So long Even after you're gone I know That you love me And so you miss me You mean for me Perfect. Oh, good. Such I remember good listening to that song in high school. I grew up with nice parents, also. I just want to say that. But uh, hey, don't house, brag. <laughs> but my house always felt really crowded, and I wanted to live alone since I like came out of the womb, you know. And I remember listening to that song and being like, "One day I will have my own <laughs> apartment, and I'll make eggs." That's really not the. Matter of the song no <laughs> so. not at all but hey the message is what yeah, you make you know, it even she, if that's that, not it. there's that line where she's like i kind of like my new place I know, it's, just like, it it's mostly about the breakup though <laughs> it's not mostly no i was trying to say something earnest excuse me <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to camp earnest ass <laughs> uh, i was reading some song facts about this and Jewel wrote this song with Steve Poltz from the Rugborns, who also appeared in the video with Jewel. They were a couple at the time. At a 2007 concert in Sydney, Poltz explained that he wrote the song with Jewel while in Mexico. And at one point, the lyrics flew out of the car window when they were driving. He went back to get it, but almost abandoned it. Poltz would go on to start uh, to start the Frasier Fair in 1998, which was a male response to the Will of the Fair. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> we have to I find this song the- about a breakup. I thought it was just a love song. What? Maybe not listen to the. Maybe not read the lyrics. <laughs> Amy, what the fuck? It's the most clear breakups. It's like one of the most iconic breakup songs of all time. Okay, I gotta, I gotta re-familiarize myself with the lyrics. <laughs> and there- yeah, I can jewel. Doesn't the Rugborn sound like some dumbass trying to remember the name of Rugrats? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Rugborns. <laughs> uh, anyway. This, I love that he started Frasier. It feels like he wrote this because I thought later you on... Gonna, what's that? Wrote, I thought you were going to say he did the Frasier theme song. That, uh, scrambled eggs. <laughs> he loves eggs. It's, it guy. is true. Eggs keep coming up. <laughs> You're touched and scrambled eggs. You're meant for me. Um, <laughs> Jewel wrote. The, it says Jewel wrote the song during the time she was homeless and living in her car. Da, 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 she was having panic attacks. It doesn't say anything about poles in here. I think That's this true. guy came in here and wrote this himself in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because nobody's heard of the fucking Frasier Fair. <laughs> oh, my God. Real response to the Lilith Fair? Who needed that? It's like... <laughs> It's like Lenny Morissette. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> we got a question for you, uh, guy who started Little Affair. Who will save your soul? Your soul. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what happened? Oh, here we go. Behind those cold big walls, it's a comfortable. There ain't nothing for free. Another doctor's bill of 
I love classic. her voice so much. Oh, yeah. And a reminder, if you love someone, you should put them in your will. Uh, the boys could really use your money for eternity. And, um, <laughs> oh, no. Sometimes you hear that yodel, those little yodel inflections that she, she, she brings back. I them very moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's play the bad song. Uh, I remember so well when this came out being furious because and I, I remember like there being a lot of interviews with her where she was like i just want to do what i want to do when i want to do it i don't believe in genre mm-hmm. you know like she got a lot of pushback i feel like so yeah she was this amazing folk singer uh perfect perfect folk singer and then she decided she wanted to make a, a pop electronic album and uh redefine herself and this in was the, the big single fantasy of this i always think of like one mustached guy being like jewel you gotta move into pop <laughs> <laughs> oh no and him like doing the cigar thing being like listen sweetie you ain't gonna make it unless you get with the folk top. is dead honey yeah, yeah. nobody wants to see folks <laughs> nobody wants to hear tommy mcnamara's catchphrase from 2016 <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier than that oh you're right <laughs> i've lost all track of time <laughs> all right you can play it now 2016 my catchphrase was i'm voting for the orange man <laughs> <laughs> all right here's intuition oh god similar feeling where i think i just love her so much that listening to that i was like i remember this and i kind of like it i don't know it does sound better than i recall it Uh, so i I just want to pick a quick bone with the lyrics so she is a not to get all kurt loader here (laughs) but so you're kurt loaded drunk ass so (laughs) your tom is holding a bottle of maker's mark in the (laughs) zoom right now all right, so here's two lines that are supposed to rhyme. They say Miss J's big butt is boss. Kate Moss can't find a job. Boss rhymes with Moss. Just fucking flip it. Wait, what was the first line of that? 
They say Miss J's big butt is boss. I think about Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I was like, who is Or, that? yeah, I guess it's good. I was thinking maybe uh, Mary J. Blige or something. Big J. <laughs> big J. Okerson. <laughs> <laughs> they Why say that Kate Big Moss J should have been on bumping mics. What's that? <laughs> Why couldn't Kate Moss find a job at that time? Um... Well, she was uh, notoriously very thin, right? And if she's saying Big J... Big butts are in. Right. Butts are in. Skinny's out. Mm. Right. Now, That's my guess. Yeah, big jugs are huge now. (laughs) I think uh, Tom knows I'm obsessed with big jugs, and I think they're always in. <laughs> Tommy, I changed my email to be bigjugsrule at email.com and it was not taken. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but I spelled jugs with one G, and then when I um tweeted about it, all these men were like, it's actually spelled with two G's. I'm so sick of jug explaining. It's gotten out of control. Um my favorite thing I read about intuition uh was this headline. Uh War inspires inspires Jewel to go electronic on next LP. Jewel is responding to the war in Iraq rather unpredictably by going electronic. <laughs> so Jewel heard about the war in Iraq and made that song. <laughs> I think that showed those terrorists. <laughs> um, I read a thing here. It's uh, there's an important message to the industry within this song written on bustle.com um in the video there's wait 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 jewel is a singer who sung about her small hands and cracking yolks into smiley faces she was earnest honest and folky definitely not the typical pop star but in 2003 jewel released intuition and it seemed like she was looking to change that the video for Intuition looks straight out of early 2000s the trucker hats the product placement the TRL references true the lead single off her fourth studio album, 0304, is a synth uh, heavy pop track that sounds more like something Shakira would have put out. That's true. Uh, in fact, I think I may have thought this was Shakira when it first came I out. thought Christina Aguilera was the true. comparison I would make. Yeah, um, agreed. But looking back now, 13 years later, it seems like that was the point. This wasn't the singer behind Who Will Save Your Soul selling hers. It was her poking fun at the state of music at the time. Mm. So I think they're saying like that she's making fun of what music is. Although and, always easy to say when your song doesn't do well. You're like, that's so true. <laughs> I was yeah. roasting you guys. I'm doing bad comedy uh, because I'm making fun of the industry. That's why <laughs> my I jokes are bad. Show, I look at the audience and I go, no, I was making fun of you guys. <laughs> why aren't you laughing? I'm saying that something that's something like you guys would think was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I think is funny. And if you have a problem with it, email me at I love jugs or whatever. <laughs> big jug rule. Big, oh, yes, big jug. <laughs> you I forgot, forgot it. <laughs> It's so funny because Amy made her email that because she didn't have a Gmail and then then immediately forgot it. So we had to use it at work because we needed her to have Gmail. Big Jugs Rule. Anyone can email me, Big Jug Rules, Big Jugs Rule at gmail.com. You just have to figure out which one is the right one and then you will email Amy. All right. let's, uh, Let's hear. How many we heard? Three or four? 
We've heard uh, four now, right? Four, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there anything else you you sent us that you like, Amy, that we haven't listened to yet? Uh, I like Standing Still. Okay, let's play that. Uh, also, I want to, while I'm looking for this, um, one thing I thought was weird was Jewel was dubbed by the media the chubby Renee Zellweger, and she doesn't look chubby at all to me. Oh. Is that true? Yeah, there's multiple articles about it. HuffPost. She's like never been chubby. This is just a a testament to how skinny people were during this time because like Kate Moss was crazy skinny. Renee Zellweger was used to be super skinny too. She still is actually. What is this like Bridget Jones diary time? This Mm. might be even before that. Actually, I don't know when this was written, so I don't know. Bridget Jones was in that pantry writing her diary and uh, (laughs) Here is standing still. <laughs> Come through the darkest night of my two headlights. Trying to keep it clear, but I'm losing my head to the twilight. There's a dead end to my left, there's a burning bush to my right. You aren't in sight, you aren't in sight. So I did not remember the song until I heard it. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember Standing Still. Yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah, I and I, I fucking love it. Me too. And I don't want to be negative because obviously I picked her to defend her. But as it started, I was like, have we heard, did we already listen to this song? And uh, I do think a lot of her songs sound the same. However, weird. I don't you, think this one sounds anything like the, the oh, other really? ones we heard, but well, that's just me. Yeah. Once you get into the chorus, her writing's so specific that each one is really um, different. I like that they all have the same like folky vibe, except for Intuition, which was Rogue. Well, this and one which is also great. This one did have like a drum machine, so it was kind of a mixture of the two jewels. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It felt a lot more modern. It it had like a Something about the sound reminded me of like David Gray or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt like it was trying to be more modern than her folk her folk shit. Um, but I, I loved it. I'm, I like that song a lot. It's about her music career and love life standing still yeah, because nice her, her music. Yeah, her her love life affected by her music career and her music career affected by changing trends in the industry, of course. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I I like that song a lot. I completely forgot about it though. Uh, which I, nice. When you look through her like catalog, there's so many that you're like, oh, that one, that one. Yeah, so good. Um, we should um, let's, let's play the sixth song. Because yeah, and then of- we should go through Facebook after that, and then wrap her up. I'm just sick of playing the games. Mm. 
I just turned it down. <laughs> takes the time getting going on this one <laughs> yeah, that, that one's not in my that's not my top five i'd say it's number six perfect <laughs> she does perfect. mention whenever a guy takes his coat off and stands in in the rain that's just fucking crazy like <laughs> that is what a crazy man does you know like so. old movies when guys would take off their coats to put over like a puddle so a girl could like walk over it yes mm-hmm. that's dumb as hell that is dumb as hell <laughs> Like, why are you getting your coat sopping wet? She can walk around the puddle, you fucking goofus. Yeah, guys were such simps back in the day. <laughs> everybody born before, like, everybody from, like, the 1930s who was, like, an adult in the 50s, 60s, 70s, simp, simp, simp. I who will save your about, simp? Um, my dad, Larry Silverberg, being a simp, and my mom... <laughs> My mom reads all my tweets and then she replied, what does this mean? And then she replied five minutes later, don't think I like it. Damn. Does not need Larry to be her simp. Damn. (laughs) I love it. Can I bring up uh, on the cover of Pieces of You, you've got a picture of a young jewel, you've got the title Pieces of You, and then at the bottom, you have something that's not the title, but a sentence. Here's what it says. What we call human nature, in actuality is human habit. What do you think of that, Amy? I don't love that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say right away. (laughs) It feels so weird to put like a weird like tattoo on your album cover. And it's like something my student would write in an essay. Like (laughs) they're always like throughout time. (laughs) (laughs) Since the beginning of time. Webster defines time. (laughs) They're so horny for Webster. (laughs) Webster defines a podcast as two straight men having. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> What's a group of men? A podcast? <laughs> ah, got him. Got us. Self burn. Women. A uh, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that Fiona Apple does kind of similar stuff, but it's so much better oh, as far as I weird poetic Fiona titles. Apple. True. I love Fiona Apple. She's got a new album coming out this month. That's exciting. And a big old write up. Um, who did that right? There was a uh, 
I believe our friend, uh, shit. Our friend. No, <laughs> I, fuck. One of my friends wrote a thing about Fiona Apple. Um, it was Woody Allen. New York Times. Yes. <laughs> Woody. Thanks for listening to the show, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Get me out of here. I'm getting canceled. No. Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's go to Facebook. Oh, it's uh, Rachel Handler wrote like a really uh, a big a big thing with Fiona Apple. She got to hang out with her. Um, anyway, I bet there's a picture of OJ Simpson and Jewel that exists. I'm gonna try and find. Look it, it up while I read these. Let's find out. Uh, Jason P. Leonard writes: saw her in concert, giant video screen. I regret nothing. By the way, Amy, I in addition to going to Jared, we also go to Facebook. Basically, the people who follow me and. Uh, or my friends on Facebook uh, get to respond with their thoughts on Jewel. Oh, I love that. Wow. I'm really enjoying my time on this podcast. Uh, we're enjoying <laughs> having you three more years. Um, always wondered if her management company was called run the jewels. That's Jerry Stumbo. That got a laugh emoji from Sherman Buena. Uh, so <laughs> worth reading. Uh, Lynn Bixen span writes the duet with her and Jessica Simpson is very funny. Catherine Ooh. Hutchins writes her lullaby album is really sweet and good. Um, her, um, like the fourth most popular song by her on Spotify is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I know, I saw that. That can't be good. That's <laughs> never a good sign of how someone's career is going. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, Nate Burroughs, our boy, Slamtown, writes Hands Still Makes My Eyes Sweat and we're, he also wrote We're All Okay. Austin Full writes, she's cool. Our teeth are crooked the same way. LOL. Hey, I respect you, Austin. Same here, buddy. Um, George Gordon writes, I always get over in conversations about the, what was your first concert? Wait, what? Uh, the Roots opening for the Fugees in the early 90s. It's my second concert that's a head scratcher. Jewel at the 930 Club in Washington, D.C. It was right before the Pieces of You yeah, the pieces of you completely blow. George, you got to read these things <laughs> as you're typing them. Uh, she, mentioned on stage, she mentioned on stage that it was the first time she played with a band, and you know for 94, 95, it wasn't half bad. Damn. Um, oh, boy. Matthias, I would love to see Jewel in concert. I, I would, too, for sure. Matthias, let's go. All I right. would love to. Hell, yeah, it's a date. <laughs> Me, Tommy, Amy, and... Uh, all the listeners, <laughs> we're gonna crowd a. Uh, we're gonna be the crowd of a jewel show. If I meet a listener in person after this all ends, I'll kiss them. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. If you're a listener to this show, we do uh, have a big simp audience, so you don't know what you're doing. That's right what now. I like. I like. <laughs> all of our listeners have jacket in hand, just ready for a puddle. <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying we're jacking it in hand. <laughs> Matthias Muschel uh, probably did the best version of this joke, but uh, he wrote, always been more of an Osco guy myself, and it got three reacts. Neil Snyder wrote, was searching for the comment section for this. Thank you. Although three other people made the same joke. Um, Darren Bradley writes, I hated Jewel so much that I refused to call my dog that. She was Jewels to me. Damn, Darren. By the way, I do think Matthias's was uh, the best one. Uh, there I think was you got to put a there. backstory on the dog thing. Like my dog was named Jewel, but yeah, think- like your dog, didn't, your dog didn't come out named Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> you named your dog. Yeah, you didn't have to like avoid the name. I love the name Jewel, but I hate Bruno. You could have named your dog anything. I've heard of self-hating Jewels, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> 
Taryn, write to us and explain yourself for this. Um, well, Andersley... I was so mad I brought my dog home and its name was Dog. <laughs> I had to call it Dog. <laughs> Uh, this vid of her and Jay Simp is tops. Uh, our listeners will love Jay Simp. <laughs> There's Simps uh, who love to Jay, that's for sure. <laughs> that was from Anders Lee. Larry Fulford writes, saw her on the Who Will Save Your Soul tour before she super blew up, and I still think she kept staring at a friend I was with. He was very handsome. Wow. Uh, Lawton Child said, I'd start with the deli. That's another joke based on Jewel the Grocery Store. Um, Stephanie Weber writes, I love who will save your soul, but she does sing it like she's auditioning for a musical theater camp. My grandpa told me, uh, he used to like her, but stopped after hands came out because she got too sexy. Grandpa, <laughs> come on. Grandpa, come on. Hands is not a sexy song. No, that's the opposite of a dirty grandpa. That's a too clean grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Quizala wrote, I wrote, my post was, we were talking about Jewel, if you have any thoughts, and Quizala wrote Richard. <laughs> uh, that was when I searched Jewel controversy, it came up with all these Richard Jewel controversy <laughs> articles. The only controversy I found about Jewel was people got mad because she wrote a dolphin. Oh, I oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't go right. And I believe that dolphin probably said, Jewel, she's famous. Hop on. <laughs> the dolphin was asking for it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Natoya Bennell, who works with my mom, wrote, uh, <laughs> all the Julies started going by Jewel or Jewels back in 98 uh, in my middle school. I personally love her music, but everyone stealing her name was kind of annoying. <laughs> I Agreed. love report. Get that. I love um, it, Natoya. That's such a specific gripe. <laughs> um, Tyler Snodgrass writes, the murder by death cover of Who Will Save Your Soul is good. I got to check that out. And Noah Savage writes, I think we banged. I'm not sure. <laughs> Alyssa, you better watch your man. Um, it's annoying because Noah got coronavirus, so now we can't be mean to him. <laughs> we have to be nice to him because he survived corona. That's all of the Facebook that I care to read right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that wraps this thing up. I think we've had Amy, a great time. Amy, give your so final, thoughts, final yeah, thoughts. Final thoughts. Do you see how um, tall my white claw was? Sorry, I didn't I, say this at the beginning. It's an extra. It's like a tall boy. Look, it's the size. Of it's my as head. big as your head. It's as big as my head. The listeners can't see I that. I think it's bigger than your head. Honestly, I have both a tall white claw and a tiny head, a pinhead. <laughs> one might be. What was what was the question? <laughs> Your final thoughts before we rate this playlist? Oh yeah, I mean I'm a huge uh, folk fan, and I think Jewel's one of the top. You know, under Joni Mitchell, she's right there for me. Hell yeah! And I was there for you. All right, <laughs> small hands. All right. <laughs> I love this playlist. I I even like Intuition. It's obviously not on brand, but I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she was making fun of what was happening yes, at yes. the time because I, I really want that to be true. I'm going to go 5.5 out of 6 just because of that, but I, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed even that song. It's not oh, something I, I would go back crazy. and listen to, but everything else on this playlist I would go back and listen to again, and I do often, so... 5.5, baby, out of 6. Tommy, I want to give a six, out of a 6 out of 6. You're giving a 6 out of 6? Mm-hmm. We were going to ask you last. We were oh. going to let you do that. 
<laughs> you thought we weren't going to let you, but we were. We're diplomatic. I, and I love to rank, so I didn't want to miss my chance. <laughs> uh, I am going to be the, the grouch and go four out of six. Grinch uh, <gasps> ass motherfucker. I but I, I love the four. The four are so good. Uh, you were meant for me. Hands who will save your soul and still standing. I think Foolish Games is a snooze, and I think Intuition mm-hmm. sucks. But those four are so good that I love Joel forever. Hell yeah. Well, that's still a pretty positive review. What I will say, I do want to argue on behalf of us doing this because I remember, uh, like, I didn't know a ton about Jewel. I just remember people making fun of her to begin with. Like, my stepdad was talking shit about her. And then when I, I remember there was some joke about Jewel on Family Guy, and it was probably just about her teeth or something. But I, mm. back in those days, Family Guy could really take a knife to somebody with one joke. And I was like, oh, they probably suck. Like it, I have distinct um, anecdotal evidence of trying to just put her on in the car apropos of nothing and people going, Jewel, what is happening? They yeah. turned, they, they hated her in her own home? The <laughs> car? <laughs> idiot. It was, it was Ari Shafir and he said, this is not happening. <laughs> All right. Amy, is there anything you'd like to promote? <laughs> no, I'm on Twitter. Hell yeah. Amy is on Twitter. Silverbird. I have a website. You can read my fiction in addition Ooh. to my- Amy's a brilliant writer. Check Thank out her writing. Tom and I write on a TV show together and we hope it comes out at some point. Yes, the movie show on sci-fi. Hopefully coming out at some point. Tommy? Yeah, I'm just hoping that like Jared Thompson, I can get on TV soon. <laughs> That was, dude. Imagine getting booked to do like late night right now, and they're like, "Tape it from your own home, bitch." <laughs> Wouldn't you be pissed? Yes. <laughs> it's a blessing, is my point. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, that would uh, that would be a delight. Let's get Tommy on TV. Tweet tweet at <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. I won't leave the house again until Tommy's on TV. <laughs> I will be isolating until Tommy gets on TV. We're all going to check our TVs to see if Tommy's on. And if it's not, it's six more weeks of quarantine. (laughs) He's like the groundhog. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, check out my other podcast that just started last week. uh, Stand up with Tom Takar on Comedy Central. Very exciting. And also check out the live stream of Good God. It's on Twitch every Tuesday. Me, Shane Torres, Caitlin Cook, Phoebe Bottoms. We do a fun show with fun guests this week. We've got, oh, you. Uh, this will be too late. But uh, uh, coming up, we've got Dan St. Germain and some fun people. We got some, we got some great comics coming up. So check that out. It's on Twitch. It's on, um, if you just search for us, if you follow me, I'll post about it. I, it's holdthephone.tv, which may be confusing for people. I don't know. But yeah, get on the Patreon. We, we're putting up more content as, uh, as we go. We, we recorded a bunch of fun stuff this past week. And we love you. We miss you. Keep it crispy. Bye. Car, car, car. Big jugs rule.